Welcome to the That Wisconsin Girl podcast featuring award-winning broker and owner, Mary Rooflet. In this show, you will discover that you have to give to gain in order to live your best life. Sitting in for Mary are Kim Ayers and Brooke Gardo. So hi, everybody. Hello, everybody. I hope you're doing well. You have Brooke here with Kim, and we want to talk about some important stuff. So I'm going to give it to Kim. Oh, great. So just <laughs> toss it right over here. <laughs> go. <laughs> you go first. Well, I, I'm glad to be back. So Brooke and I have known each other for a really long time, many, many, many years. And during our training sessions, you know, we always jibber jabber and we fool around with the idea, well, we should be famous podcasters because we can solve all the the world's problems. Yes, of course. And um, one of the things that comes up constantly is the topic of mental health and fitness. And I feel like we could talk till we're blue in the face about the statistics and the research that is out there about the profound positive impact of fitness on your mental health. But it still boils down to the question of why are people not doing it? Why Why are we also currently seeing a rise in depression, anxiety, mental health issues, suicide, sleep problems? I mean, just the list goes on and on and on. And so the amount of research isn't necessarily fixing the problem. So we've been trying to do that in the gym. Yeah, so why do we continue to be involved with our lives, but we're not taking care of ourselves first? I'd like to prelude the conversation with the fact that we're both coming from our own belief systems and through our own lenses. And I think everybody else out there can agree that everyone has this path of traumas and Mm -hmm. experiences and ideas and also belief systems that were handed to us by our parents, by our religious leaders, by our teachers, by the environment. society yep. in general. And so I want you to know the belief system that I'm coming from is one of the idea that we are sovereign beings having human experiences. We are sovereign spiritual beings and we are here for a reason. And we're kind of like driving around in our little bumper cars, bumping into each other and sharing energy. and mirroring things for each other and creating obstacles and helping each other through challenges. And so we have a purpose and part of that is to enjoy the ride, to enjoy the journey that we're on to figure out what our purpose is on the planet. Not just the destination, right? Exactly. It's the process. Right. It's the process. I think for myself, it's always been this joy of discovering or rediscovering or remembering why I'm here. And I know passionately that I'm here to help people. And it just so happens that the field I chose was fitness. And part of that was from traumas that I experienced as a child. And I I joke around and I just did was Kim's my emotional support animal or I'm hers. But again, for me too, to help my mental health, it's getting in the gym. But the result is the physical health. But for me, it also primarily, it's my mental health, it's my emotional health, it's helping me through my trauma as well. Agreed. I think as we move through our lifetimes and are able to truly and honestly look in the mirror, look at the reflection, and we realize that the struggle's real, but that as a human being, we are so much stronger than mm-hmm. we believe. Mm-hmm. We are so much stronger than the system 
makes us think we are or makes us believe we are. And I think when we can get beyond that, start to really discover the power that we have, that self-power, we're unstoppable. Something came up in my email one day and it just really like resonated. And it was about personal power. And so I took a couple notes on it. And personal power is not about exerting our will over other people. It's about being in concrete truth, complete concrete truth with ourselves. We've been given this false notion by the system, by society, that power is a bad thing. But the truth is personal power that's intact means that we have a clear sense of our strengths and the impact that we can have on others around us. So it enables us to be more sensitive and to work on behalf of our own dreams and our own desires to realize that we are worth it, we deserve to be heard, and it allows us to also extend the same respect to other people around us. It's not about control over others, it's about putting ourselves first. And so we were having one of our long discussions and we ended up, you know, in between sets talking about this book that I read a long time ago. And Life changing. Yeah, it comes from the Toltec wisdom, which is thousands of years old from South America. And it's from the shaman of the time. And it's called The Four Agreements, and it's by Don Miguel Ruiz. And so some people may have heard of it, maybe not. He has a few books out there. He's amazing. But The Four Agreements, so we think about why people come up with excuses of not taking care of themselves. Mm. You know, we, we list them off, things like time and money and physical limitations and commitments like family and work. So we come up with all of these excuses that become part of this belief system that we just can't come first. We can't take care of ourselves first. But then you strip it down to the basics of like flying in an airplane. And what do they tell you? First thing they tell you is, you know, if we're in an emergency, make sure that you mask yourself with oxygen before you try to help anybody else. And people laugh and they say, yeah, 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 yeah. But so I want to strip it down the root, root cause of all of this. And and during our conversation, you did hit it on the head and you came up with fear. Right. I think that is the root cause of most suffering or all suffering on the planet is fear. That fear from not being good enough, making a mistake, getting judged, not being accepted by society, um, being judged as selfish, Mm -hmm. uh, not filling the shoes that someone else placed in front of you or even anxiety because you have to be perfect or even go to like genetic factors Mm -hmm. like my family was was overweight so there's Mm -hmm. no no sense and everybody died of cardiac arrest and so there's just excuse after excuse when you look at any relationship whether it's with another person or with the one in the mirror i think these four agreements clears all of that up i mean you can pretty much Ask yourself when you're having a hard time, what contract am I breaking out of those four agreements? Okay, so what are the four agreements, Kim? So let's start with uh, be impeccable with your word, which means you speak with integrity. You only say what you mean. You avoid using words to speak against yourself or to gossip about others. And you use the power of your word in the direction of truth and love. Even self-talk, right? Especially self-talk. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, the first time I read this book, I thought to myself, 
I'm constantly correcting clients when they come in and they say things like, I'm such a loser, you know, I, I fell off the wagon, I just can't do this, or that's my bad leg. Why is it bad? It's just your second favorite, you know, or it just doesn't work as good as the other side, so let's give it a little extra love. Um, so I picked up on the whole self-talk thing a long time ago, and I catch myself constantly. We all do, in Absolutely. all areas of life. We are the judge. The self-talk is judging ourselves. Yep. And I think when you start to really tune into this be impeccable with your word, I don't know about you, but I start to notice if someone's starting to break it, either with themselves or against another person. And I steer the conversation away and out of that in a soft, gentle way, just as, hey, you know what? this person may have this going on or you know we don't we don't live or breathe or see through the same exact lens we're in our own separate bumper car okay so let, that brings us to one of the other ones right never take anything personally absolutely say, right yes so don't take anything personally is the second contract nothing that others do is because of you what others say is a projection of their own reality their own dreams and when you are immune to the opinions and the actions of others, you won't be the victim of needless suffering. What I really liked about this one is when you start turning things and making it about you, mm-hmm. that's the selfish act, right? right? Yep. I, I think yes. when you start saying, oh, that person you know, did this because of this, when you start to name and blame, you're actually turning very egocentric. Right. So if someone reacts, they're doing something to you. Oh, wait a minute. That has nothing to do with me. That person's having a bad day. That person's had formal trauma or that person has this experience. It's not Mm -hmm. because I walked in and looked at them the wrong way. Right. So I think that that one applies a lot. And I think that's probably one of the harder ones because it links with you're assuming that it has to do with yourself. Right. So it, yeah, it links with the contract. Don't make assumptions about anything. Mm-hmm. Find the courage to ask questions and to express what you really, really want. Communicate with others as clearly as you can. Avoid misunderstandings, sadness, and drama. With just this agreement, you can completely transform your life. It's asking you to have the courage, right? The courage to come forward and say, is this what you meant? What do you mean? Ask for clarification? Right. <laughs> Ask for clarification. And I find myself, you know, in my my marital relationship, that became a huge, that, I think that's a huge issue for a lot of people. So I'm going to tie this with competitors because I work a lot with competitors. When someone makes a commitment to their self, first of all, know your why. Why are you doing it? And if it's not about caring for yourself and putting yourself forward and as part of your your dream, then you have to rethink why you're taking that on. But at the same time, if it is and you're committed to it, you can't expect or assume that everyone around you is going to jump on mm-hmm. your train with you. You're riding the train and that's awesome. And I'm sure along the way you'll have some cheerleaders. And that's really in anything you do, right? Is that if you're committed it and it's okay with yourself and you're going to move forward, there's gonna, you can't assume, again, if along the way, when there's communication issues, let me get some clarification. Let me try to ask, which is really difficult in life. Like, Absolutely. Very difficult. So, I mean, you've been through this before, where you're, you're yep. eating for your train, you're eating to train and training to eat, 
and someone wants you to go get like a huge pizza right <laughs> so the beginner me would have actually gotten irritated with the fact that they even asked me out to pizza because you should know better that I'm not you right. know I'm not eating pizza and then I got to the growth part where I could totally go I can go anywhere mm-hmm. when I'm training for something and just choose not to and when people bug me about it I just say you know I'm not having that I chose to do this I chose to do this you but can do what you want and right. it doesn't offend me I chose to put myself in this situation and I'm I'm here and I'm happy right I just want to be around my friends and having the courage to ask for clarification when you don't understand something so that you do not assume in recognizing when we do assume, right? Yeah. Having that recognition yes. Yes. that we're even doing it, a huge light bulb. Awareness is the first step to everything, to all of this. So even this contract is sort of like an ongoing... Awareness. Awareness, oh. right? Wow. Did I just do that? Because guess what? We all make mistakes. Okay, I'm going to try again. But right. I did make mistakes. I did assume. I was not impeccable with my word. I did not do my... Right, which is the fourth agreement. Always do your best. And your best is going to change from moment to moment. It'll be different when you're healthy as opposed to sick. Under any circumstance, um, you simply do your best and you'll avoid self-judgment, self-abuse, and regret. So as long as you can look in the mirror and say, no matter what the outcome, I did my best in the moment. In that situation. It's a win. Win-win. Yes. And I think tying this all back around to reducing the suffering, that's what mental illness really stems to. I mean, I know there's the scientific chemical imbalance. I mean, there's all of that stuff too. But in general, the things that lead to that, I think are tied into making this connection of mind and body. And somewhere along the way, humans have been disconnected by the system They've been disconnected from their own inner self, their own inner knowing. Right. So we do know there's biological issues, right, with chemicals and genetic issues. But we also know there's the environment, that diathesis stress window. So I'm going to get technical with you. That is the optimum. But to be able to look at this as an option of how we can do the self-work, what are those four agreements? I think that's really important. And again, taking care of the physical as well as the mental and the emotional health all go together. But in society, when you look at us, meaning we're in the gym, we have low body fat, we're working out, everybody says, oh, you look great, you look fantastic. Yeah, but guess what? It's the inside as well. That's important, what's happening in the inside. And this book is a great tool, not only to help people take care of the inside, but the outside, and I said it's life-changing because it's a continuous work. It's a continuous improvement. Um, And we all make mistakes, and we just have to do our best at that time and go back to that as a foundation. So that's really what we wanted to talk about. Uh, You know, when I think about people going through challenges and and wanting to conquer a challenge, what they really want to do is create change. It takes courage. And it takes compassion with yourself and with other people around you, too, because they're in their own space, looking through their own lens, and consistency. And I think what fitness gives people for their mental health 
if you can be consistent, you can have a little success every single day. Right. So you can little steps. Little steps. You feel just a little bit better. You know, maybe you get a little more endorphins going. And I think that that helps people make it snowballs into better and better choices, just like it could do. You know, you could have the opposite snowball when someone makes a bad choice and then they start to self-wallow. It makes it really easy to mm. disengage from your own heart center and abuse yourself, not take care of yourself, yeah. have a reason to not take care of yourself, and then turn around and blame it on everything else, time, money, mm-hmm. my family. I don't have a support network. so That's why you can take care of yourself. Put yourself first so that we can take care of others, no matter be a good parent, be a good daughter, a good partner, a good employee, a good friend, whatever it is, it's not selfish to take care of yourself, Mm -hmm. physically and emotionally. Yes, and like I tell most competitors, this whole journey, the three things they need to be aware of is trusting the process, you know, it's a process, and every day is a new day, and every day you're going to do your best. Be aware of the naysayers, especially the one looking at you in the mirror. That and, be yourself. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> and celebrate. Right. I mean, have yes, yes. the joy is in the journey mm. of being a human being, not doing, but being. And oh my God, I love you. <laughs> Uh, It's not just physical fitness. It's not just mental health. It is life. Check out the four agreements. I have listened to it four or five times on Audible and read it, and every time I get something different. So it's not just about fitness. It's just not about emotional health. This book can be used across all aspects. So we really want people to realize that it's not a stigma to take care of yourself and that fitness is just a tool, and this book is just something that can be used to help people enjoy the journey. Special thanks to Kim Ayers and Brooke Gardo for being on the show today. A direct link to the book, The Four Agreements, is in the show notes of this episode. And again, if you'd like to support the That Wisconsin Girl podcast, be sure to subscribe to it, give it a five-star rating, and write a review.